Well, it's lovely to be back with you again today. I'm just sorry I can't actually be there in person. I hope you'll forgive me for that. Today I want to read a passage from Acts, it's Acts chapter 4, and I'm going to read the first 22 verses with you. Acts chapter 4, verses 1 to 22. When Peter and John were speaking to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came to them, much annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming that in Jesus there is the resurrection of the dead. So they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who heard the word believed, and they numbered about 5,000. The next day, their rulers, elders and scribes assembled in Jerusalem, with Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John and Alexander, and all who were of the high priestly family. When they had made the prisoners stand in their midst, they inquired, By what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are questioned today because of a good deed done to someone who was sick and are asked how this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that this man is standing before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders. It has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among mortals by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and realised that they were uneducated and ordinary men, they were amazed and recognised them as companions of Jesus. When they saw the man who had been cured standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. So they ordered them to leave the council while they discussed the matter with one another. They said, What will we do with them? For it's obvious to all who live in Jerusalem that a notable sign has been done through them. We cannot deny it. But to keep it from spreading further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in this name. So they called them and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, Whether it's right in God's sight to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot keep from speaking about what we've seen and heard. After threatening them again, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people. For all of them praised God for what had happened. For the man in whom this sign of healing had been performed was more than 40 years old. So we've read about an incident where Peter and John were arrested and taken before the highest legal and religious tribunal in Israel at that time, apart from the Roman occupying authorities. And what had given rise to their arrest? Well, first of all, it was their preaching, most immediately. Uh, but the real cause of their arrest was something remarkable which had happened uh, just not long beforehand. Peter and John were going up to the temple and as they went they saw a crippled man, someone uh, that it says has been crippled since birth. And this man's now in his 40s. Uh, you know that um, when you damage your arm or your leg, muscle very quickly begins to waste 
and when you get the uh, use of that limb back it takes some time to build your muscle strength up again. Now this is a man who has never been able to walk. He's totally reliant on his friends to lift and carry him wherever he wants to go. And as Peter and John encountered him that day, something truly remarkable happened. This man, who had never walked, was healed. He was healed instantly. And there's no question of having to uh, work at regaining the strength, strength he'd never had uh, in his legs. Immediately he was up, he was walking, he was leaping, and he was praising God because he recognised that this was a miracle. It was something that God had done for him. And as a result of this incident, lots of people who knew this man gathered together and they were obviously inquiring, what's this all, what's happening? What's, what's been going on here? How did this happen? Uh, this man's been crippled all his life. Why is he walking now? Tell us more about this. And this gives Peter and John the opportunity to explain how he came to walk. It's a work of God. It's a work of God that's been possible because of the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And this was the key message that they were sharing with the people. And here's another remarkable thing that happened. As they preached that message, people's hearts were touched. They came together initially because something wonderful had been done in the life of this man, but they heard a message that touched them and that transformed them. Not physically, but it transformed them spiritually and gave them a new insight and ultimately new life. And it tells us uh, that there were about 5,000 people. Now, there is some debate about whether 5,000 people became Christians that day or whether that is now the sum total of the Christians in Jerusalem since the uh, resurrection of the Lord Jesus. We know that on that day of Pentecost when uh, Peter and the others had preached, 3,000 men as well as women and children had been added to the number of Christians. Uh, and perhaps that's now swollen to 5,000, uh, so at least another 2,000 had been converted. More likely there were 5,000 people, men plus other women and children, converted that day because they came together to hear about what had happened in the life of this man. And so Peter and John are arrested. Uh, and it's interesting, perhaps you noticed as we read those early verses, that they were arrested and they were kept overnight in prison because it was evening and the tribunal wasn't convened until the next day. Now this was part of the legal system that the Jews had. It was not uh, appropriate, it was not acceptable, it was not legal for any trial to be convened in the hours of darkness. And, and so they are held overnight until the next day when a legal trial can be held. And we need to contrast this with the arrest and the trial and ultimately